buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. All right, what is happening? Sales hustlers, welcome to another episode. Really excited today. I've got Marcus Chan uh, for today's episode. He's the founder of the uh, Vinley Consulting Group. He helps B2B sales professionals sell more and sell better without needing years of experience through his coaching and training programs. Marcus is an executive member of the Forbes Business Council and has also been featured in Forbes, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch, Salesforce, and as a LinkedIn top voice for his results. So definitely going to be dropping some fire today. Marcus, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Colin, what's up, man? Excited to be here. We're going to drop some bombs, hopefully, for you sales hustlers out there to be able to execute right after today's podcast. Awesome, man. I'm excited. I know that we're going to have fun. Uh, so just before we get into what we decided to talk about today, uh, which we literally planned like 30 seconds ago, uh, is how to use LinkedIn the right way. And we're going to jam out on some top of funnel stuff as well, which are topics I know you love talking about. Uh, so give the sales hustlers just the short version of your sales story. Yeah, super simple, right? So first off, I wasn't uh, one of those quote-unquote born salespeople. I actually grew up with a speech impediment, uh, struggled speaking for years, had to go to special classes as well. And when I got into sales, it was purely by accident. Um, just got into it. I wasn't sure I'd be any good or not. Eventually, uh, figured it out. It was B2B sales directly, uh, direct sales, uh, phone work, email, cold calling, cold to prospect to close, everything, all full cycle. Fortunately, I had some pretty good success. Got promoted uh, 10 times in 10 years in corporate America. A lot of fun. In my last role, I had a large sales org of 100 plus employees. We did about nine figures a year in revenue every single year. That was pretty cool. And then uh, I decided to quit all of that and start my own business uh, about 19 months ago and go all in helping BB sales people sell and earn more. And it's been an incredible journey since. Challenging, but fun. But that's my short version of the sales story because it could easily make a 30 minute conversation, but I cut down just for you. Yeah, I, I always have to preface to keep it short because you know yeah. salespeople, it's hard to get them oh, to shut yeah. up sometimes. <laughs> um, no, thanks for thanks for giving us a little context there and setting the stage. Uh, so I, I'm curious, was there any like mentors that kind of helped shape you in the beginning of your sales career, or uh, you know what has kind of like molded what you're now teaching folks? Yeah, so I think early on, um, you know, when I was struggling, it was really tough because I was in a startup division of a big company, and there wasn't. You know, all the people that I was assigned mentors and stuff like that, they were like, it was like a blind lean the blind. <laughs> like they, they'd never done the job, never done B2B sales, hadn't sold for years. 
and they're like, hey, it's a numbers game. Just, you know, you know, smile and dial. You know, the more the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Very, very throw, old some, throw some shit on the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. So early on, some of my early mentors were like just these authors of books, like reading books, like some of these and, and it wasn't about reading and doing these old school tactics, but it was understanding sales psychology and like human intelligence and how people actually process and how people actually buy. You know, so books you know, some of the classic, like, you know, Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, to started going to like, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, Waking the Giant Within, to reading books about emotional intelligence and how people think. That was really, really key early on. Um, and I had other mentors from a more business life perspective that was key, and that really helped me a lot. But a lot of it was really trial and error. Early on, it was a lot of trial and yeah. error to kind of figure it out. Um, and that was hard. It was really hard. And I think this is, this is why I believe some people quit sales because – Easy in, easy out. <laughs> Low barrier entry, easy in, easy out. So uh, fortunately, I stuck it through and um, I was able to have success. And then um, I was also really fortunate in the sense of because I got promoted pretty early on, learning how to understand how I did, why it worked, forced me to figure out a systematic way to produce it over and over again. So that was key. But a lot was trial and error, especially early on. I wish I could say it was one person for sales, but it really wasn't. I mean, it was a culmination of trial and error, learning from experiences, reading books, opening my mind, expanding it. I definitely attended conferences and stuff too, but that was more overall like personal development versus just sales by itself. Yeah, no, I love that answer because um, my experience is similar. I didn't have any, you know, like big mentor. I was just, I'm kind of a stubborn person. So sometimes I got to make a lot of mistakes and learn from them to get better at anything. Um, and, and, and it served me well, but that, you know, for sales hustlers that are listening, like if you're struggling in your role or you're just like, don't have that mentorship, like just keep doing what you're doing and like learn from those mistakes because they're extremely valuable. You know, a lot of people can get frustrated or let it like totally throw off their mindset and like sales isn't for me. Uh, but if you stick the course and learn and use those opportunities to get better, um, it can serve you well in the long term. Yeah, I think on top of that too, selling today in 2021 at the time it's recording is so different than it was when I started. Um, in 2007, like there wasn't, wasn't cool podcasts like this, right? There wasn't <laughs> like LinkedIn was like a recruiting platform. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't really any sales blogs out there. There wasn't these tools and resources. All there was is old school books put out there with people who never sold before. That's all there was. So it's such a different world today where, you know, if you do your homework and you find the right people to follow on LinkedIn, you'll learn way more from that than probably when you and I started sales where we were forced by the nature of the environment to just have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's a great point. And that's why I think, you know, anybody who's maybe struggling to hit quota or having a hard time in their role is you got to take ownership for your yes. personal and professional development. And I love what you said is that, you, you know, a lot of things that you invested in were actually your personal development, which actually fueled your success in your professional, you know, yes. your professional success, which I'm a huge believer that like investing in yourself personally is going to make you better in your role. Um, but you, mm -hmm. you got to take ownership, you know, like Marcus said, sales hustlers, there's so many resources out there today. Like you really have no excuse and Hey, you're investing in yourself right now if you're listening to this. So, so kudos to you. Uh, but there's lots of awesome people on LinkedIn, like Marcus and other people, um, uh, that you can follow that give tons of stuff away for free all of the time, even if you can't afford their services. Uh, there's, you know, books and blogs and other great podcasts. Like there's so many resources that you could use to get better. Um, that it's really on you if you're not hitting your number. 
That's exactly right. I mean, you know, in order to acquire the right type of sales knowledge, there's really like three ways to do it. Number one, you take the time and do it, which is just trial and error, right? That's what you and I did, okay? Yeah, uh, number painful, two, long it's painful. Road. It's really painful. Number two, you pay to acquire, right? So you're paying people to acquire their knowledge, right? That's mentorships, programs, etc. Or number three, it's a mixture of both. Like yeah. for me, even for my own, my own business, it's a mixture of both. Is there's trial there for sure, which is costing me time, and there's me spending lots of money to invest. Like for example, this year I've already invested over twenty thousand dollars in my own mentors and coaches I pay to help make me better. Because again, I'm trying to expedite my speed because time is greater than money. So I want more time, so I'm paying the money to get the time back. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great example. Uh, all right, so let's let's dive into a topic that you you love talking about how to use LinkedIn the right way. And maybe we should start first with what not to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? So um, the thing is, what's, what's key to understand is LinkedIn is a tool just like any other tool out there. Any other sales enablement tool, whatever tools you are using for, for your business, for your, your pipeline, understand that. And if you use it right, it's amazing. And you can build an incredible pipeline and results and generate a ton of revenue and commissions for yourself. If you use it the wrong way, it's just a crappy tool. Okay, so that's the first thing I understand. And a lot of times what I see, and unfortunately it still happens nonstop, is number one, people are just first just blanket spamming people. So very generic template of message again sent out. Very common. They're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send as many as I can of these template of messages. And I'm just gonna see what sticks, and there'll mm. be a, they'll, there'll be some, either a full pitch message. That's, that's that's what they do. That's the first thing. Okay. The second big mistake I see people make is that they you know they say, oh, you know what? Oh, I heard you can generate inbound leads. I'm gonna start putting content out there. So they just start like you know sharing company blog posts, you know you know webinars companies doing or whatever, and they're hoping again they can get inbound leads. You know. Those are probably the two biggest, most common ones I see. Or number three, they don't do they don't do anything with it, so that's also a mistake too. Those are probably the most yeah. common ones. Um, fortunately, it, they're all very much fixable. So there's many ways we can tackle. So I'll let, let you guide whichever whichever way you want me to dive in first. We'll dive in. Yeah, first. let's start with my favorite, which is the big long spam message in your DM, right? Typically asking for your time, adding zero value, and typically is even too long for you to give a shit to read. Uh, sometimes it comes with a link for you to book some time in that first message. Yeah. Uh, everybody's seen these before. And LinkedIn has now thrown a wrench in, in that game plan where you can only send 100 a week rather than 100 a day. So you don't have as much shit to throw at the wall these days mm -hmm. <laughs> on this tool. So let's pick this one apart first and, and, and what should people do different and what's working and what do you teach folks? Perfect. So uh, number one, before you do any of all that, right? If you think about this, um, <clears throat> when you get first get that message, whether it's a long crappy message you're sending out, okay, or a really good <laughs> one, they're going to check your yeah. profile out, right? So at that point, um, mm. if you are sending directly a, a, some, a direct message, that means you're probably connected already. So it's not an in-mail, you actually send them a direct message, so you, you connected with them. So they probably check your profile out and they're like, okay, they don't seem like a spammer. Now, if you want to increase your chance of them actually responding, you want to make sure your profile is highly optimized. And what I mean optimized is it has to be able to show them you are a person of value and you can truly help them and you're not going to spam them and be super annoying. 
So that means everything from, you know, do you have a good headshot that looks professional is what they're looking for, right? Uh, your banner, is it clear how you can truly provide them value? Is your tagline, is it clear exactly what you do and how you can help them? It can be funny in there, which is a totally great move as well. Your about section, you know, your summary, your your historical work, where you work, the feature section. All of that picture is basically a sales page. Like, if you do a good job with that, when they kind of glance through, like, okay, pretty reasonable. Now, after you message them, they're probably going to check out your profile again because they're probably just glancing. Now they look, might look in more detail. So, again, you want to be able to showcase you are of value to them. So, first, number one. Optimize your profile so if your target market was to look at your profile, they're like, hmm, this person potentially could help you. Maybe it's now, maybe it's in the future, who knows? But they see value in you, number one. Now, when you send your message, um, the second thing before you even send a message is number two, number two, are they the right ICP, ideal customer profile? Did you actually do a hyper-targeted search of the right people? Really yeah. important. So, sometimes it's like <clears throat> the search that's is too a, general. That's a small de- detail yeah. that a lot of people miss. Totally. I, mean, I get messages where people are referring to me as an author and I'm like, haven't wrote a book, but, but yeah. thanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got like, Hey, I see you work at Forbes. I'm like, I don't work at Forbes. <laughs> like, like, like it yeah. just says I'm a, a like, it's, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. like they, don't, they don't pay me any money. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so make sure it's an actual well done hyper targeted search. And that could be a Boolean search. It could be a whatever. So just make sure you have a very good hyper targeted search. So your list you're building in there is the right person. <clears throat> Now, uh, third, so when you're sending that message, I'm a firm believer, um, and let's just assume you're going to send it uh, via the regular inbox instead of Sales Navigator in case you don't have Sales Nav. So if you are sending them a, a message within your regular inbox, I highly recommend the first message is actually a video message because this will cut right through the noise. After the connection, after you're already connected. Correct. After you're so already this connected. Could be, so this could yeah. be, uh, if you've just connected with them, it's technically the second touch if Correct. you are already connected, maybe in the past, the first touch of you know trying to drive the conversation or relationship. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, it okay. depends on where you are in that state. Because maybe you even engage on their content to build a little bit of awareness. Then you send a connection request, and now you're going to send a message. So that first message you send them is really, really important uh, because this is your opportunity now to really cut through the noise. So that's why I recommend the video function is one of the fastest ways to cut through the noise. And I recommend about a 20 to 30 second video. And your goal in there is, there's no pitch in there, but I'll really recommend dropping something of really high value for them with a very, very soft call to action. So Mm -hmm. for example, let's just say you are targeting an HR exec, okay? And by the way, what you give them shouldn't be like, you know, it shouldn't be something that's like, hey, like, hey, book a call with me. That, that's not that's not what they're looking for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's just say not for a good example, call to action. Not, not a good call value. to action. <laughs> but you think about what are the pain points an HR exec has? Maybe it's it's called turnover, right? The, I mean, the, the, if, if if you're paying attention, the great resignation is coming right now, right? For you know, for everyone. Yeah. So yeah. maybe turnover is a, a big topic. So maybe your company. Even though maybe you sell an HR software, but maybe they put together a blog post, you know, maybe a year ago, who knows? That's like three tips to reduce employee turnover that costs you nothing. That could be a value to an HR exec. Okay, so let's make it something up. Whatever is we value to them. So you take you take your phone out, iOS, Android does not matter. You hit the plus sign to do a video, and you record a quick video. And it might sound something like this. It might be like, "Hey, Colin, uh, Marcus here with 
ABC HR software. Hey, thanks so much for connecting. Hey, the reason I'm reaching out is my goal is to give massive value for HR execs. And actually, we put together a blog post, three tips to reduce turnover that cost you nothing. I thought you might enjoy it. Check it out. Have a great day. See ya. Boom. Send it over to them. Have a little bit of copy below, very short amount of text in case they watch the video or they can't watch the video because they're surrounded by loud noises or kids or whatever. So that way they can read that as well really quick. So very short, easy text, yeah. easy to read. No scrolling. Okay. Boom. They get that. Now your chances of them opening that up and, and watching like, oh, wow, they stood out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a value. Uh, right. Now question, are you sending yeah. them the link to the blog? Yeah. A link, a link to the blog as well. Exactly right. Okay. Exactly right. Um, or are you, or are you waiting for them to say like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting, and then send them the link. You could do either. So if you if you want, you, both work pretty well. Um, this way, you know, it depends on if they're like a really cold prospect, they they know nothing about you. Maybe work for a small company. I find sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of credibility. They click on it, wherever they go. Hopefully, if your company's done a good job, it may nurture them some more. And if there's other really valuable content on the blog site or wherever you're sending it to, that could really nurture them even more. So that's some of the top of the funnel content that they could see, like, oh, wow. And they might go down a rabbit hole potentially, uh, again, more and more nurtured by some of these articles. It's like, oh, you read this article. Uh, maybe you'll see this post interesting too. Oh, yeah, actually, you know what? That is really interesting. And before you know it, maybe they consume 30 minutes of content and now they're more open as a result. So we don't really know. So you can go either way. There's no right or wrong. Test it for sure. Because obviously, if it's a if it's a really crappy article, it's not going to convert. <laughs> okay, like if it's no, a no, zero no, value, yeah, yeah, yeah so it's yeah. got to be something something and, and high so value it, that you offer up. And, and, and if you wanted to do a little bit of a longer video, you could give them a little recap of what mm-hmm. to expect in there totally. and let them raise their hand before you send it. Because if they're totally. if they're super cold and you just connected, yep, right. Um, sometimes sending a link could come off, mm-hmm. even though you mm-hmm. are really tr- like genuinely yep. trying to add value. There's so many people before you that have unfortunately ruined it. Um, totally. So you send them a link and immediately, you know, they, they can kind of like shut down. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want, I'm not interested. Totally. Not going to read this, test not it. clicking this. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. This is why you have to test it, right? What's also key too to understand too is how you deliver on video is key too. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. say you're shitty on video. Well, number one, work on it. Okay. Like, like are you looking in the camera? Do you have yeah. decent lighting? Are you bringing the energy? Does your background yeah. convey you are a pro or an amateur? So, yeah. like, let's just say, for example, like, I don't know, like, you're you're like uh, you're um you're, you're a part you're in a par- your apartment, and you have like pictures of like I don't know weird stuff on the wall or something <laughs> like weird posters or dirt la- Bob, dirty laundry Bob, in the background, yeah, dirty laundry, Bob Marley smoking like a joint. I mean, which <laughs> might might work for some industries, but if they're like a really conservative industry, then I'm like, well, who is this guy yeah. or cow shooting his video? So just be really yeah. caught, be caught. What the angle, the angle yes. of your camera matters. The lighting yeah. matters. Uh, even totally. um, I had Mario Matinas on not too long ago. And he told me a little tip that I never really thought of before. So many people uh, tend to just smile like, you know, uh, right. And looking at the camera. But, you know, when you send that video, there's a big play button right in the yeah. center of your face. So it's not as inviting. So you actually right. want to go like out of frame a little bit and smile that way when oh, yeah. they see the video they can see your face with the smile rather than just your face with a big play button in love the middle it. so you know it. little 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 you know i don't know how much of a big difference it makes but those small little details add up 
You know, if, if you're following all of those things, you know, maybe you get 10 to 20% more people to watch your video, which could make a huge difference. Totally, totally. And it's like, and think about even the the vibe you bring on the video. Like if you're like, Hey, Colin, thanks for connecting. Like, okay, that, that dude's super boring. I don't want to talk to like that. Like, I mean, like, like, do you, I don't care what you sell. Like you can be selling the most boring thing in the world, but do you have some energy and enthusiasm in your own yeah. way? It's authentic and real to that person. And it doesn't have to be a perfect video. It's okay if you don't say the right thing or if you stumble over your words a little bit, but just be real, laugh it off, keep going because yeah. people enjoy it. It's actually supporting. better if it's not perfect. Totally, totally. So I'll do videos like maybe my kiddos like right behind me, you know, like that's always a fun thing too, especially if I know they're at the de- demographic where they're most likely to have kids. Huge yeah. connection right there. Oh, you know, he's so cute, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. she's so cute. Like, well, it's actually a boy. He's got long hair. And it's funny, right? Now we have a conversation going, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, um, those things really matter, all right? Because that now leads to, you know, like, you know, if you, if you, if you did an interest, well, hey, you know, if you're interested, let me know. I'll shoot it over to you. Yeah, I am. She's cool. Now I have a little bit of dialogue. Now you can open that conversation a little bit, right? You send it over. Cool. You wait a couple of days. It's so much easier now to, hey, what did you think? <laughs> love to get your feedback yeah. on that. People yeah. love the word of feedback. So now you're you're naturally open to more real conversation. So that's that's a that's that's how you do a mess, message like that. Now, if you are using Sales Navigator, um, you know, and I should I should clarify too, like for some people when they do in the inbox, they will use a third party tool, like you know, like, like you know, a, a BombBomb or Vidyard, Loom. Those can yeah. work too. I've tested both. I found native in the app is still the highest um, highest response rate, just because. I think there's less friction of having to go somewhere else, right? Probably because of the link thing like you mentioned. So I have found if you do native in the app, it's best. But if you are in Sales Navigator, you do have – you can't do a video uh, natively in the app. So you have to do like a video or something else like, you know, Loom. Yeah, so. I, I honestly don't know how many people are sending messages in Sales Navigator. I get them occasionally, yeah. Yeah. but uh, they do come off as a little spammy. So yeah. – you know, is is coming in as an in as an in mail, you know. Oh, why? so in yeah. So I, I wouldn't do in mail. By the way, that's a great point. So if you are using Sales Navigator, uh, what I mean specifically is don't send them via in mail. Um, you still want to be connected with them first. So connect with them, and then send a message. So Got you can it. Have but you need to send video. it from the regular inbox, not the Sales Nav inbox. You, if you, you want to use can, video, you yeah exactly. Well, you can do. I mean, if you do Sales Navigator inbox, it just has to be a third party app. That's that's the only thing. If you use Got the it. inbox, it's, it's it's clunky because it's like you build the list in sales nav. Yeah. And then if you are going through in that list and now messaging the people <laughs> to have to go into your phone now, it's it's clunky. It's clunky. But sometimes you want to be hyper efficient. You're like, okay, you know what? My energy is high. I've had over last week 50 connection acceptances. I'm going to spend all day today filming videos. <laughs> it's a little bit easier to be like filming on video or loom because you can pull up their profile. They can see themselves and boom, yeah. it's nice and clean. So there's, there's some nice things you can do with it as well. But again, I don't, I don't know why it's a LinkedIn thing, but regardless, I know LinkedIn, what's up, you know, two that, inboxes, what's the, fix, what's the right? deal? Dude, it's confusing. Fix it's confusing. <laughs> like, you know, it's, that's what happens, but that's, um, that's how you do the video piece. That's really, really powerful for open conversations. Cause obviously if you sprinkle, sprinkling other pieces of uh, touch, other touches as well, such as a phone call or email, in between, depending on that, and, and interacting with their um, content, they are posting it. Now you're creating this omnipresent feel around, and you're building awareness and trust. Because yeah. sometimes it may require 
eight, nine different touches before they even respond to your first video. And hopefully, in the perfect world, they watch it, they respond immediately. Not always the case. Sometimes you still need to continue to nurture and guide move to get them to be more open to at least a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a detail that you mentioned a few times that I just want to make sure sales hustlers don't overlook is everything that you've been talking about is driving with the goal of having a conversation. That's right. Right. Not the goal of booking a meeting, right. not the goal of like, you know, the it, it, it's, it's a total mind shift of like, yeah, you need to book the meeting or get the demo or whatever the case is. But it, when you focus on just connecting with the right people, adding value and driving conversations, it actually becomes a lot more fun. It totally does. It totally does. Now, um, and then the next thing is, is um, I think a key thing to talk about, if you're open to it, is talking about how to use content to help with that. Because yeah, I, I see a yeah, lot of people yeah. trying to so post you, we, content. So you talked a lot about yeah. like really dialing in the profile. Make yeah. sure that you're, you know, using all of that real estate from the headline to the, you know, to the banner background, you know, good headshot, featured content about, you know, all of that stuff, get that dialed in so that when you do, you know, connect or send that message, you look like somebody who's not going to, you know, send them a bunch of junk or stuff right. of no value or just ask and not give. Right. So that's number one. Uh, before you even start messaging people, right? Messaging people in the right way, using video, following up. Don't expect everybody just, you know, don't send 50 videos and nobody replies and be like, man, video doesn't work. You right. know, like you, you still might have to follow up three or four times on the video or even send a second video mm -hmm. to get them to pay attention. Because if, if, if you've used LinkedIn at all, you know how frustrating the inbox is. It's hard oh, to yeah. stay on top of it. Things get Some lost people don't check it. Some people get yeah. too many, you know, oh, yeah. you see it on your phone and then you get busy and you do something else and you forget to exactly. reply. Like, yeah, you got to bump that thing back up to the top. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's just, um, it's a lot of times people will say, oh, I tried a video. It didn't work. Well, do more videos first off to get a better mm -hmm. gauge of it, get better at video, but also do you have a good follow-up sequence too? Because people are busy. Like people are just legitimately busy. Like an exec is not going to spend all day on LinkedIn. Most of them are not. Like, like they don't have time for that. So they might check. They might check that like twice a week at best. Okay. Yeah. So that's why you have to make every touch point really count when you're doing the outreach. And this is why you actually need to mix up other ways of reaching out as well. It's you it can't be a one hit wonder. I'm only LinkedIn outreach. No, you need other ways too because some are better via phone, some are better via email, some are more present on a Facebook group, some are better on a Twitter DM, some are better on a Reddit thread. Where are they at? That's where you gotta go hang yeah. out with them, right? That's the key. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so how can, how can content, because I think this is a part that people miss, right? Like I don't yes. think they, I think that a lot of sellers don't really understand or haven't maybe made the connection that like, okay, I'm doing LinkedIn, I'm sending messages, I'm connecting, but it's not working, right? Yeah. Well, content plays a huge role in 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 how well those things work, mm -hmm. right? If you, if you're not doing con, like, what are the, what's the lift in like response rates and conversations driven for people that are putting content versus not? Do you do you know or like what have you seen? Oh, I have no idea, but I know it helps me a lot <laughs> in my business. <laughs> it helps people do it a lot, right? Because um, but, but the thing is, is doing it right. That's a key. It's, yeah. it's how do you do content right? And I'm not saying like every single sales hustler out there needs to be a, a Gary Vaynerchuk puppy knock. I'm not saying that. Um, 
and that's the mistake some people make. And also, like, don't be fooled based off what people's follower count and the amount of likes engagement a post has uh, that they are actually generating real opportunities off it. Yeah. And a lot of time I see that. Like, I've seen people with incredible followings, and then they go, I'm going to start my own business, and they flop. Yeah. But it looks good. They might not have the right people. They Mm -hmm. might, you know... uh, I mean, there's so many things, right? Correct. So, so Correct. doing content right, kind yes. of sticking with 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 that theme, like, and and you see it even, and it even happens in the sales world. Like, you see oh. a lot of salespeople s- posting sales content, and it's like, Correct. okay, if you if you sell to sellers, that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. But not everybody sells to sellers. Right. So, how is posting sales content adding value to the people that you want to drive conversations with? Exactly right. So if you think about this, because this is all part of an overall LinkedIn or even a social selling strategy, if you've done a really good job targeting people and you're building an audience of the right followers, your target market, your ICP, and you're, you know, you're sending out messaging as well, and you now know them inside and out, the content you create should serve that target market. That's the key. So if going back to the HR exec example, <clears throat> are you creating content that serves them, that's of value to them, highly valuable and it's going to help them? And that's what you got to focus on. And it's, and it's not about your goal is not to get likes and whatever. Your goal is, can I show them I actually know what I'm talking about? And I'm not just any other salesperson who's spamming messages out there, but now yeah. I'm actually producing things that are of high value that's not a pitch so sometimes i see is you know the posts that some salespeople will put out there are just pitches you know hey we have this you know we're super we have this brand new product we just came out with brand new service you know, let me know if you have any questions if you want to have a jump on a call crickets across yeah. the board right so instead create content that's going to be of value to them so for example if you are on uh sales calls with hr execs and you're uncovering some really key pain points and heartburns and issues they're running into how could you create content that's going to be a salesperson for you that you could solve a problem for them what was it going to be right so say for example you know maybe it's um you know we'll go back to the uh, the turnover issue right if they have a real huge issue of turnover and they know it's costing them literally thousands and thousands of dollars a year you know could you create content surrounding that you don't know what to write about that's okay Go on Amazon and find the most common books they're probably getting. All right? Yeah. Maybe it's on turnover. You get the book, I don't know, Seven Hidden Reasons Why Employees Quit You or something like that, right? Go into the reviews. Look for the two to four star reviews. What are people posting in there and complaining about the book on? What are they not covering? Write content about that. Okay? <laughs> or maybe, you know what? You get the book, you read the book, and let's say it's 15 chapters. Take one nugget from each chapter and create a story and turn it into a post. (laughs) Okay. 15 chapters, 15 posts right there. Done. Right. It could be video. It could be text. It could be whatever. But again, it's a value to the target market. All right. Yeah. You can actually mix it up. You could, I mean, you could take one concept or topic and Mm -hmm. you could do a text post. You could do a video post. You could do a quote card. You could create something. And you could repurpose that in in many different ways over a course of time because only single digit percentage of people in your network are going to see your content. And if you post the same thing in a different way, 30, 45, 60 days later, it's not going to matter. Oh, yeah. And and sometimes the timing is so key too. So wherever that person is may hit them differently. 
You know, now they're in a different frame of mind because of the situation or whatever. Like, oh, you know what? Oh, Johnny just quit last week. You know what? Oh, that's such a good point. So now yeah. they're buying into you and the company. They're not, they're not buying to your product. They're buying into you and the company to be more open to conversation. So maybe you already sent them a video message. Maybe you already tried calling and emailing. But now they see they're like, oh, wow. And now they go and like your post. and now Or they engage yeah. you. Oh, you know what? Like, call. And that was uh, the way you explained that. That was really insightful. Or even Boom. just taking, yeah, yeah. yeah, even just taking your sales conversations and dissecting them into content right. ideas. Hundred percent. So there's content everywhere, and depending on how you want to do it, right? Um, I find stories are very powerful, right? Being able to share a story or an analogy can be a really great way to transfer certain specific concepts that can really help as well. So you can create a lot of things now. If you want to get super ninja strategic, you start breaking down the most common objections why your buyers are not buying. And you create content to diffuse them up front in the content. <laughs> and you start selling against the objections in your content. That's a little more advanced, but but that's yeah. how you can start really utilizing content as a way to be a salesperson for you. So if you picture this, you've called them, you've emailed them, they know you're calling, they know your email, you're messaging them. This is all, all obviously not all one day, all throughout maybe days, weeks, months, et cetera. It's all spread out. And now on top of that, you have a content that they're seeing, they're getting nurtured by. And then it could be, a, like, I can't tell you the number of times someone said, hey, Marcus, I finally decided to start working with you because you wrote this post the other day. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And, 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 and the interesting thing time. is, the interesting thing is, is those conversations with those people are coming in off the people who liked and commented. Right. Most times I found that they're coming off the, just the lurkers, man. The people that the lurkers. you're connected with the right people. They're seeing mm -hmm. your content. You're staying top of mind. If you're a little bit more advanced, you're even engaging with their content if they're putting oh, yeah. any out. And then they slide into your DMs and like, hey, I'm ready to have a conversation now. Totally, totally. And that is so powerful, right? Um, and the thing is like, you know, if, if you have Sales Navigator, also I, I love Sales Navigator. Like if you have a list of people that you have built your target market, the thing is you can be very much top of mind in their mind by engaging on content because you have your own feed on Sales Navigator of their stuff, of people in your yeah. list that are commenting and posting stuff. So now you can go and just be present. I know. Have That's my favorite feature. That's my favorite it's, feature. It's so I mean, simple. Other than search. Unused. I mean, yeah. without search, forget it. But uh, before they had that feature, I, I used to have a big Google sheet of, of, <laughs> yeah. of people's LinkedIn activity URLs. Yeah. Right. And I'd spend 15, right. 20 minutes a day like, Here's all the people that matter that I want to stay top of mind. Click, see if they put anything out. If they did, say something thoughtful. Not just, not just, don't just like it. Like, inject yourself and in, in, yeah. in, in, in show your thoughts around whatever they said. You know, uh, you got to stand out, right? Just like how the video stands out in the inbox, you got to stand out in their comments. And in a lot of cases, most of them probably aren't getting a lot of comments, Correct. depending. Uh, but I would say the, the vast majority, you know, a comment alone stands out in a lot of cases. Uh, but, but yeah, I love that feature. So if you, if you don't know what it is, basically you have your own feed of the people you care most about in your sales nav, because you can't rely on the algorithm to just serve you the people that matter most or spend hours looking for them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And, and the cool thing is, is like, if you're, if you're engaging with their, with their content, if you share their content, now you're getting a little bit of an ego boost because you know, they are out there. These platforms are designed to suck you in, to want you yeah. to want likes and engagement. So now, like, no one's, if they have like zero engagement on that post, you went and liked it, you commented, and then you shared it. 
now you're standing out even more. Now, don't just like share like, this is cool. Like yeah. drop something very insightful in your shared post of their content. And now they're going to feel even better. So now they are, it's it's so much easier to even just send them a message after that. Like, hey, you know what? Like even been engaging for a while and they haven't been responding. I loved your post today. You know, hope you don't mind that I shared it. <clears throat> Boom. They're like, yeah, that, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing. Again, conversation yeah. open again. So now and you I'm, just I'm telling you this, this, I mean, I know that you know it works, right? Because this, this oh, yeah. is, this is what you're doing. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and I can tell you it works as well because a lot of things we're talking about are things that I do. Right. Mm -hmm. and, right. and I'll give you sales hustlers a, a quick example. You know, I had somebody who I met on LinkedIn, didn't make sense for us to do business together. I added a tremendous, of value, a tremendous, tremendous amount of value to that relationship. Wasn't a good fit. Not a big deal. Referred me somebody, you know, three, six months later, mm -hmm. uh, that person had set up a call. Uh, they were promoting some sort of event. I shared and helped permit, promote that on my feed. Mm -hmm. We hopped on a sales call the next week and we closed that deal within 24 hours. Like it works. Exactly right. It yeah. works. It, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of discipline and really committing to doing things right. The way that, you know, Marcus is kind of laying out this playbook here. Um, but you know, it, 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 there's no silver bullet. Like you got to do all of these things, right? Like the content helps increase the you know, conversion to conversations from the DMS, like, you know, engaging with people even because they're not engaging with you can help, you know, increase those conversations. Right. So all of these things, you know, help each other. Yes. Yeah. They, they work very cohesively. And the key is it's, it's it, nothing's going to be perfect, but doing consistently, being able to right. show up consistently is really, really powerful. Most salespeople will maybe have one or two pieces of outreach and then they kind of give up and they kind of move on. But you know, if, if you, if you're, if you're an enterprise salesperson, if you're an enterprise seller, you know, you only have so many opportunities that are, that can be that big. So you can't let those go. But even if you're in the SMB space, you don't want to just treat it that way. I mean, each relationship is, is vitally important. So being able to show up consistently and engage with them is very, very powerful. And when you do it consistently, this is how you start building a brand reputation. So people start saying, okay, you know what? Because sometimes it's just timing. Because maybe, you, who knows, when you initially had reached out, maybe their business going through some, you know, maybe a weird, a weird thing, you know, because of COVID. Who knows? So they are interested, but the timing is not right. But because you're so mm -hmm. consistent with showing up, and even after your hours, maybe months later, your content is what hooks them. They see something of mm -hmm. value. This applies across the board from your stories that you put up there as well. They finally see like, you know what? Okay. Now they're thinking about you. They're thinking about you. And I think about it, it's kind of like the old school like mailers. Mailers still work actually. <laughs> like I think about like I get mailers every single day from like lawn care, whatever, right? Um, and most are pretty inconsistent, but I know there's one local guy. And he like every every few months he sends me a mailer for like um uh for uh cleaning gutters for cleaning gutters. It's one of those things yeah. like you don't clean gutters all the time. Like you know, it's just like every every few months he sends me, sends me that right. He's consistent. Yeah. He's got he's got me on a cadence right, a mailing yeah. cadence. And uh, I'm like I'm more thinking about okay. You know, I'm just, I see I'm like whatever. It's the same guys, him and his family, and his pictures. And right. then finally when I'm like I need to get it done, I'm calling. I call that guy because of course he's been talking. He might of send mind. you fifty mailers before yeah. you need. Yeah. Your gutter's cleaned, yeah. but I mean, here's the thing. You're not calling the person who didn't send you the mailer. No, because it's top of mind. 
And so, sometimes, as you know, sometimes just the right timing, right place has nothing to do with how good you are, nothing how to do do with uh, your sales, you know, cadence. It's just right timing. You just happen to hit someone at that right time, and that's why like um, people are scared of content. But content is such a powerful tool because it could it could be that person that helps sell for you consistently. It could help right. you go nonstop. Like for example, like. You know, even for my own business to uh, to extend the life of content, because right now you have about 24, 48 hours of lifespan on a post. You put it out there for for that. But mm-hmm. I repurpose the content onto my Facebook page and I use that for retargeting ads and I push mm-hmm. it out. So I'm reusing that asset over and over. Now, you're not going to do it as a salesperson, but I share that with you because I know the content's so good that sometimes someone needs to see it multiple times. And when the timing is right, that's when it hits them. They're like, ooh. I need I need help. Now. I'm gonna reach out to this Marcus guy, and that's your yeah. goal to be able to do that because you have to mix everything all together. This is why um, in sales, the score yes, the scoreboard is important in terms of you know how you finish a month, a quarter. That's important to a certain extent, but you can't always control the score on the scoreboard. But you can always control your effort leading up to the game, and that's why it's so key that you're always consistent with your effort. You know, for sales, for your outreach and your pipeline, because. Some sometimes you can have you can have bang out months month after month, but sometimes you'll just have a lull. But if you are consistent with your outreach, consistent with your pipe, consistent with LinkedIn, they can offset each other over time, and you're able to continue to rise up because you are so consistent. Yeah, yeah, well said. So consistency is the key in everything that we talked about today. Uh, Marcus, thanks so much for for coming on and talking about these topics. It was a lot of fun. Uh, tons of value here for all the sales hustlers that were listening. Any final thoughts, anything you want to leave them with, uh, any links that we can share in the show notes for them? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, Colin, thanks so much for having me on. Absolute blast. Uh, I love, I mean, I love talking sales. As I know you do as well. So uh, if we're not connected on LinkedIn, you know, you know uh, connect me on LinkedIn. It's Marcus Chan's the only guy with Speedos in the tagline that did sell Speedos at one point. Uh, if you want some uh, cool, uh, more free resources, head over to sixfiguresalesacademy.com. Head over to those, I have free trainings, free whatever in there. You're absolutely going to love as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. And if you enjoyed uh, today's episode, you know, please write us a review, share the show with your friends. And as always, we're listening for your feedback. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready Set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.